Hey there, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast, the show where we're all about helping you feel confident both as a mom and a business owner. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, mom of two, former teacher, and full-time photographer and business coach. Each week, we'll discuss the challenges, success, and secrets that make you say, I can do this, because you absolutely can. So pop in those earbuds, grab your favorite snack, and let's get ready, because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. In this week's episode, we are revisiting an idea that I started right before I took a break from the podcast, and that is the Ask Me Anything episodes. So in these episodes, what I'm doing is I'm taking questions that you, the listeners, have sent in to me, and we're going to kind of go through these questions. We're going to answer them. We're going to give you feedback. I'm going to answer the question the best that I can. Sometimes these questions are kind of more general questions, things like um, the last one I did back in August was, should I try to be on multiple platforms for social media, or should I focus on just one? And then some of them are going to be a little more specific, like... Like today's question. So if you have a question that you would like to submit, that you would like me to answer here on the podcast, you can click on the link down in the show notes and it's a form. It's a Google form you can fill out and you can send in your questions and you can send more than one question if you would like. Um, I typically will do one question per episode, sometimes two, if the questions are quick, easy, and simple to answer. Okay, so this week we have two questions that we're going to be going through, and the questions kind of relate to each other, so that's why I decided this would be a good way to combine them. So question number one comes from Charlotte, and she says, I am a photographer, I shoot families and personal brand, and I'm having difficulty coming up with ways to talk to my audience about both. My brand tends to want to lean into one or the other when I'm posting on social media. Any ideas? I truly don't want to separate the counts. I can barely keep up with one. Thanks. Okay, so this is a really common question. It's a common thought and problem that a lot of people have, especially if you have a business that lends itself to different aspects of your business or different products in your business or different services that you offer within your business. So photography, especially because if you are shooting, like in this case, families and personal brands, or if you do newborns and maternity and families, and maybe you do high school seniors, there's a lot that you can do within that. Same thing applies for, like, let's say you're a virtual assistant. Maybe you offer a wide variety of tasks that you help with, or you have a wide variety of services that you provide within your sort of virtual assistant umbrella. Ideally, if they are completely opposite of each other, or not even opposite, but if they tend to have two very different audiences, ideally you would want to separate those two. However, like Charlotte said in her question, she doesn't want to separate them because keeping up with even one account is hard enough as it is. So keeping up with multiple accounts is going to feel almost impossible. And I totally understand that because as someone who runs multiple accounts, it is a lot. And there are days that some accounts kind of get pushed off to the side because I don't have the time or the energy to devote to all of them. So Charlotte, what I would recommend in your case where you have families and you are also doing personal brand is that underlying all of that, your ideal client is probably very similar. I bet that your personal brand 
clients, the ones who are coming to you because they want, um, they want to learn about, or they want photos of their business, their small business. Maybe they are, we'll just say they're virtual assistants or they are hairstylists or they, um, do floral design or they make cupcakes on the side. They're coming to you because they want brand photos. Most of them, I would guess 95% of them have families and will want family photos as well. So those two ideal audiences are very similar. And the same goes both ways. You may have a family session that you photograph. And in the middle of that family session, she comes to you and she's like, oh yeah, well, I brought you these really cute cupcakes. I make cupcakes on the side. It's a little business that I've started. And then you can say, oh, well, I also do brand photography. So if you're ever looking for brand photos to help you grow this part of your business, I'd be happy to talk to you more about those sessions. So it's not that you have two completely different audiences. Your audience has very much an overlap. And because it has that overlap, it is completely fine to put all of that onto one account. I think the key here is going to be focusing on creating content that speaks to the small business owner that also has a family. Because then you can be posting family photos and brand photos and talking about how, you know, you're all of these things. You wear all of these hats. You're a business owner. You are, you know, maybe you are someone who works full time and you run your business at night, but you still have a family to take care of. And so you can incorporate things like that into your content and then it's going to appeal to both. And the great thing is, is that while I, and I've, this sounds like it's going to say going against what I've already said in the past, but While we love to have people who specialize in something, we also really like to be loyal to a specific brand. And so if you have a client that has hired you for their family photos and they've been really happy with your work, she's going to be really excited to work with you for her brand photos because she already knows you and likes you and trusts you. The same goes the other direction. If someone's hired you for their brand photos and they've been really happy with what you did there, then when it comes time for them to book a family photographer, they're going to think of you because they know you, they like you, and they already trust you. So I don't think you need to separate the two. I think you need to shift your focus to how do I speak to this person, this, this we'll just say woman, this woman as a whole person and not just someone who's looking for a family photographer or someone who's looking for a brand photographer, how do I merge the two? And the photos that you post or the topics you talk about, whether it's family photography or brand photography topics, they can still be speaking to the same person. You're just talking to different aspects of that person. So while you could say, hey, I know that as a small business owner, your Sprint, you know, your free time is limited. If you're working a full time job and coming home and trying to build up this, this side hustle, and you want to spend time with your family, hey, come book a family session with me where you get 45 minutes of uninterrupted quality family time to play and hang out and spend time together and connect, all while walking away with gorgeous family photos. So now you're creating one post. Maybe you're sharing like a photo of a family session. And you're talking about the fact that like, yeah, you're a family person, you're a mom, you have this family to take care of, but you're also this other thing. You have this business to run as well. Or another post could be, hey, every year you make a point to get all the perfect outfits and choose the photographer and find the right location that you love. And you take time out of your day and you invest in these family portraits, which are really important to you. 
Why are you not investing the same amount of time and energy on photos of yourself for your brand to help you grow this business that will ultimately give you more time with your family? So again, it all comes back to not looking at them as two separate entities, but looking at them as like, how can I combine these two aspects of my business to still talk to the one person that I'm targeting with my ideal client? So hopefully that helps give you a little bit of clarity on that. Um, obviously, again, it, I get that it's challenging and you might be looking at it going, my, my feed looks really like discombobulated because it's a brand photo one time and a family session the next time and then photos of kids this other time. But I promise you, one of the things I will say is, and this kind of ties into the next question, which we'll fall into here in a second. Most people are not going to your Instagram page or especially not your Facebook page and looking at your full history of like your feed, they're seeing your images pop up in individual like isolated posts as they're scrolling through their feed. So we have this idea in our head that people are going to our feed and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so confused because she talks about this and then she talks about that and it doesn't all fit together perfectly or it doesn't look cohesive. When in reality, like that's okay. It doesn't, like our lives are not this one perfect, like curated thing. They are a combination of all these different things. And so our, our feeds can be that way too. And it's really okay. So take that pressure off yourself to feel like that you have to have it all like seamlessly play together. It's okay if it feels a little bit um, disconnected in some ways. Again, the idea is that visually it might seem disconnected because you're posting a brand photo, a family photo, a kid photo, a brand photo, a kid photo, a family photo, whatever the order goes in there. But the message is all still to the same person. The content is all aimed at that one ideal client as opposed to like five ideal clients. Okay, let's move on to our next question, which comes from Lisa. And she says, just simple, how do you plan social media content? (laughs) All right, so this is kind of a broad question. So I'm going to break it down into two separate parts. How do I come up with the content? And then how do I actually plan out my content Um, and schedule it out in advance. So coming up with content, there's a couple of different ways that I come up with my content. One is, again, I go back to like what I said with the previous question, who am I speaking to? Everything comes back to who is this person that I'm talking to and what what does she need to hear from me? What topic or question or idea or thought or fear or concern can I address for her today? So I start with that. Then I kind of go out and I'm like, okay, so I know that my ideal client is a mom and she really struggles with this whole idea of feeling mom guilt around doing things for herself, whether it's um, taking time off for herself or running a business on the side or having a girl's night out and she feels guilty. But then she's with her kids and she feels like she's guilty for not spending more time with her job or doing her tasks or getting the chores done around the house or spending time with her spouse or whatever it might be. So knowing that and knowing my ideal client struggles with that, I can come up with content ideas around that topic that then kind of lead back into what it is that I do or offer. The other thing I do is I look outward. What are other people sharing who have my same ideal client? What content have they come up with that spark ideas? And I take my phone and I have on my notes app on my phone, I have a running list 
of like ideas. And so I go through and if I have an idea or if I'm, you know, I'm scrolling through social media, I'm like, Ooh, this person came up with a really cool topic. And I like kind of the spin they had on it that I hadn't thought of before. I'll put it in my notes. And then when I'm going to create content, I have this bank of content ideas. I'm not having to sit down at my computer and stare at a blank screen and go, what am I going to post about this week? I already have all these ideas in place and I've written out enough kind of keywords or key phrases to spark my creativity when it's time to actually sit down and create the content. Now, I also will go and look at what questions other people are asking inside of groups or inside of comments. So if I know my audience are moms, I go into mom's groups and I look and see like what are questions that people are asking So if I'm a family photographer and it's coming up on fall family season, and I know that my audience is going to be looking for photographers, I go into this mom's group and I look and see what are they talking about that can either be related to booking a photographer or are related to finding outfits for a photographer or for a photo shoot, like all these kinds of things. And I look and see what questions they're asking or what comments they're leaving. And I use those as inspiration as well. The same can be done on Instagram where you go into the comment section of someone who is maybe a larger brand or a larger um, uh, account that has your same audience. So I'll use Jenna Kutcher, for example. So Jenna Kutcher, she speaks primarily to women in business, moms in business. And so I'll go into her comments when she has a really good post up about business I will go into the comments and I will look and see what are other people commenting? Are they asking follow-up questions? Are they adding information in that maybe could be a good topic? So I'm constantly kind of taking in these ideas and keeping them in my notes. And then when it comes time to actually creating the content, I have that list of content ideas. Now, as far as scheduling the content, I use Metricool, which I will link down to in the show notes. You can use it for free. And I go in once a week, typically. Sometimes I do it every two weeks. But I will go in and I will schedule all my content out inside of Metricool. And the nice thing about Metricool is it does let you like preview your feed so you can kind of see like, okay, do I have too many of similar posts at the same time? Do I need to mix up how the cover images look or this carousel versus a single post? I can kind of visually see how it's going to look. And then it allows you to schedule them out. It allows you to do so much with your content there. And so that way I feel like I kind of have a plan. I'm not just flying by the seat of my pants. I can look at it and go, okay, I know that Christmas is coming up, so I want to make sure I have these holiday posts going out at this time, or I know that at the first of the year, people are going to be talking about goal setting and planning and things like that, so I want to make sure that content goes out at that time of year, or maybe there's a fun holiday, it's National Ice Cream Day, so you want to make sure it's posted on that day, you can schedule that out in advance, and it takes so much pressure off of you, it allows you to enjoy social media again, it allows you to enjoy your content again, because you're not waking up every day going, what am I going to post today? Oh my gosh, I can't think of anything. You have it all ready to go. And even if you want to go in and you have like an inspiration moment and you're like, oh, I'm feeling really creative. I want to go into Canva and I want to create a bunch of content today. You can do all of that and then you can batch it into Metricool or whatever planning tool you use And you just, it's already there. It's already done. And then the next time you feel creative, you create another batch of it and then it's all ready to go and done. So 
I would say like, look for inspiration around you all the time. I get it in movies, TV shows, song lyrics, podcast episodes. I mean, everything I'm doing, I'm taking it in and putting it through the filter of will this work as a post or a topic idea for my ideal audience? I do the same thing with episode topics for this podcast is what can I take from something else out in the world and apply it to my ideal client. And so keeping a track, you know, a list of that on your phone or anywhere, like even like a notebook you carry with you, write down those ideas. And then when creative moments hit you, when you feel inspired to create content, now take it and go create the content and then schedule it out so that you aren't creating the day of, you are creating for a week or two in advance so that you always have that consistency Remember, consistent doesn't mean constant. It doesn't have to be you're posting something every day or you're scheduling something for every day. But if you do three or four posts a week, then you only need 12 posts, 16 posts a month. That feels a lot more doable. And if you've got 20 ideas sitting on your notes app on your phone, you have plenty of content to come up with. The last thing I will say, because it just occurred to me what part of this question might be, is I hear a lot of photographers, especially, will say this. It's I don't have any new sessions to post. So what am I supposed to put on on social media? Your content should not be 100% about what you do. It should not be 100% about your clients or it should not be 100% about your product or your service. It needs to be 80-20. 80% of your content, you are serving your client, giving them value, doing something that's gonna help them feel entertained, inspired, or educated. And then 20% is, what can I do to let them know how they can work with me or what I offer or how to book with me or answering a specific question about my product or service? So if you're following the 80-20 rule and let's say you post five times a week, four out of those five times need to be value. They need to be inspiring, entertaining, or educating and then or personal. And then the fifth one is the one where you're talking about your product or your service. But if you are doing 100% about what it is that you do and you're like, look how great my content is, look how great I am, look at what I can do, look at my past clients, people are going to get bored, they're not going to want to stick around. But if you are providing them with something that inspires, entertains, or educates them, or helps them to build a connection with you personally, then you're going to keep them around and it makes it so much easier to create content. Create, I just gave you five things you can do. You can create one post that inspires them, one post that entertains them in some way, one post that educates them on something about your industry, one post that helps them connect with you personally, and one post that helps them to know what it is that you do or offer. That's five posts. If you're posting five times a week, you've got it right there. If you're only posting three times a week, then you have a week and a half worth of content already done with just those five pieces. So don't worry about so much of like, oh, I don't have something brand new. You can also repost old content. That works too. So take the pressure off yourself to feel like it has to be something new and exciting all the time and fresh, or that it has to be based on your specific clients or your client work. I want you to start looking for inspiration all around you, keep it somewhere, and then when you feel inspired and creative, go and plan it out so it's all ready to go. 
All right, guys. So that is our episode on Ask Me Anything. If you have questions, I would love for you to submit your questions. My goal is to do one, possibly two of these episodes per month. So I need your questions. So head down to the link below. You'll see the Ask Me Anything form link. Click on that. Go submit your question. And you never know, yours might be the next one we answer here on the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Don't forget to leave a review and follow us on socials at Girl Means Business. See you next week.